once again for your mercy, your love, and your grace. And thank you for those that's here today, those that's watching and listening. And Father, right now, I pray that the, uh, the, the ears will hear, the hearts will be open and receptive of your word. It's nothing we can say or do, but it's by your spirit this morning. So Father, I just pray that you would speak through our vocal cords, think through our mind. And Father God, it's all about you and none of us. And Father, that people will leave today with something that they will apply to their lives and their life will never be the same again. And Father God, I pray that happens and we receive it. In Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's people say it. Amen. Amen. You got your word, your phone, or whatever you watch or look up the word on. Let's hold it up and let's confess this this morning. Father God, I hold your word. I read your word. I walk by it, talk by it. The world around me sees the word in me. Because the word in me, the world around me, we become changed. The word tells me. How to be saved, healed, filled, and blessed. I am what it says I am. I'm highly favored. And this is my best year yet so far in Jesus' name. Come on, give him one more hand clap of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. You can never praise the Lord enough. Amen can never praise him enough. Amen. And so just be open today. You got your Bible. Always try to get you a little notebook. Nothing great I say but what the Lord has given us. Or we've, we've, we've uh, gleaned from somebody else to share with you that will encourage you and uplift you. And let me say I appreciate these other ministers as well and all they do. Uh, Brother Johnny, you know, uh, always doing and going. And I and, uh, appreciate him and Pastor Saul and Pastor Betty, all that they do. We appreciate, uh, we appreciate them and, and giving to the kingdom of God and you giving to the kingdom of God again. Amen. I want us to look at this morning, I want us to look at three things this morning that God has shared with us to look at. And these three things are the key to your life. Look at somebody and say, no, don't get lost on this. Especially the last one. Hallelujah. And say this, cause is just the truth. And the Bible says the truth will set you. And look at somebody and say, my Lord, you need to be free. Amen. You need to be free. Amen. So let's go very simple, real simple. The first two are real simple, but so many times things are so simple we miss out on. Go with me to Scripture, John 3, 16. John 3, 16. And let's look at this word, this, the word of God. Very familiar. For God so loved the world that he gave the only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but what? Everlasting life. Now let's look at a couple things right here. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not what? perish should not perish there's a lot of people today that's trying to do things because they're afraid they're going to perish they're working more than they should be working they're doing more stuff than they should be doing 
They're taking on more responsibilities than, than they're doing. They're trying to save up every dollar. They're trying, to, they're trying to grab every George that they can grab and save up because they're afraid. Uh, they have a fear in the media today, in the world out there, is, is, is pumping it in you that, man, you're going to perish. You've got to save up. You've you got to hold everything. Come on, can somebody say, you've got to hold everything for yourself. But he says in this simple scripture that we hear people talk about all the time that we don't sometimes, I'm afraid, don't grab this. He said, but if you believe, you will not. You will not perish. But see, the problem is today some people don't believe that. They don't believe that. So they're spending all their time to keep from perishing. They say they're working more, they're doing this more, they're doing that more. They, they, and a lot of people, come on, and this is none of y'all, okay? But there's people out there, they're just trying to take care of their four no more. They're just trying, they're focused on self. Simply because the scripture says that whosoever believeth in him should, what? Look at somebody and say, what? Not perish. So they're trying to prepare so that they won't perish. But if we would just believe, how many know we just, the Bible says, and there it is, if we believe, we won't perish. Whosoever believeth in him should not perish. Then he goes on to say, but he will have what? Everlasting life. Everlasting life. Everlasting life. So, we believe in Jesus. What is believing in Jesus? Believing in Jesus is surrendering all of your life to Him. Letting Him take over. Let Him lead and let Him guide. And let Him, when pressure comes on, that you don't freak out. You don't get scared. You don't get scared. That you trust God. That you trust God. No matter what the gas prices get, it is high, but God will still, you still got God. Amen? We trust God. We trust God. We trust God. And if we do that, we will have life. See, some people are, you know, there's some people today living, but they don't have life. They living, but they don't have a life. They're not really enjoying life. They don't, they don't have a fullness of, of life. Because why? They're worrying, they worrying about perishing. And so because they're worrying about perishing, they're trying to hoard up everything, even their money. That's not what I'm going to talk about first. But look at this, these verses in the message translation. I want you to look at this 16 through 18 in the message translation. This is how much God loved the world. He gave his son, his one and only son, and this is why so that no one need to be destroyed. Believing in him, anyone can have a whole and lasting life. Will somebody say that's for me? That's me. Verse 17. God didn't go to all the trouble of sending his son merely to point out a what? Finger. Telling the world how bad it was. He came to hell. So see, God's not in the point in business. If you find somebody, if you find one of them church members somewhere disappointing, tell them they need to stick that finger somewhere else. Watch what you think now this morning, okay? <laughs> but tell them, just tell them they need to put that finger somewhere else. 
Because that's what the word says. Don't be accusing. Telling the world how bad it was. That's not God. God telling you how much he loved you because he sent his son. He came to help to put the world right again. And in verse 18. Anyone who trusts in him is what? Quit it. Quit it. Say, I'm free. Anyone who refused to trust him in him has a long since been under the death sentence without knowing it. And why? Because of that person's failure to believe in the one-of-a-kind Son of God with, when introduced to him. How many knows that one-of-a-kind Son of God? Amen? Amen. The best. So, go back to, the, go back to, go back to King James in verse 316, John 316. So God loved the world that he gave his only begotten son to whosoever believed in him. If we believe, we won't perish, but we will have what? Everlasting life. So you won't only have life here, your life will be everlasting. And it'll be better than it is here, but it should be great here if you have Jesus. Not only that, but he says in, in, in uh, put it right, guys, John 10, 10. We know the thief come but for not to steal, kill, and destroy. See, all good and bad things come from down below. It's not from above. There's a scripture right there to prove that. Somebody was talking about this week about uh, the, 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 the storm, whatever its name was. In, in, in. Whatever, it, you know, in. You know, the, the God know how, you know, that's not God. You've heard me say it before. If God's going to put bad on somebody, all good things from above, he'd have to go to the devil and bar, and he's not in the bar and business. You know, he, he don't need the devil. He don't need the devil's help. But Jesus said, I'm come that they may have life and have it what? More abundantly. Guys, did I tell y'all to put that in Amplified? Didn't you put it in there and just admit? Yeah, there you did. The thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and I've come that you may enjoy life and have it abundance. What is that? To the full till it runs over. See, God just don't want you to live, amen? But he wants you to be running over. Why? Because if you got Jesus in you, he says he'd fill you up with joy and peace and excitement. Hallelujah. And when it's running over, then now you're able to bless somebody else. If you ain't able to bless somebody else, you check yourself. Look at somebody and say, check yourself. You should be running over because that's what the scripture says, in abundance, to the full, till it runs over. Why? Because God is bubbling over. He's running over. Amen. There's an old, old song says, and I, you know, I, I don't want to hurt my, the, the older people's feelings or something. I, I don't, I guess it's good in a way, but you know, it says I'm drinking out of the saucer. You know, you heard that song, drinking out. But, you know, what that means, the cup's running over, amen. But you don't need to drink out of the saucer. You need to be giving that to somebody else, amen, because God's blessing you and flowing through you, amen. So for this to happen, you have to operate under God's kingdom. For this to happen, you've got to operate under God's kingdom. And church, let's learn something right quick this morning. Uh, there's a world system out there too. There's a world system out there, and then there's God's, there, there's the kingdom system, which is God's system, which is right here. This is the book right here that you need to go by and live by right here. Now, it will go against your flesh. How many already knows that? It'll go against what you think this morning. And you have to remember this. One, one more quick, quick illustration that you remember this. I know this may be, but uh, uh, repetitious is good. You are a three-part being. You, you live in a what? 
It's all, they come in all shapes and sizes. Everybody got one, right? So you live in, you live in a body. You live, you live in a body. You possess a soul. Now your soul, the soul of man, the soul is made up of your mind, your will. Do you know that's, that, that will is I just love to tell them off, you know. You know, that's, you know so, so your soul is made up of your mind, your will, and your emotions. You know, when you just get carried away and you, you know when you need to shut up, but you won't, you won't shut up, you know. That, that's your emotions just running away. So, you know, so, so you, you live in a physical body. You possess a soul of a mind, will, and emotions, and you are a spirit. So you are a spirit being. You are a spirit. And so, so you know, when, when two of those gets greater than, than, than one, that's what you're going to do. Now, if that body and that, that soul, which is made up of that mind, will, and emotions, you know, if, 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 you want a, if you want a donut and your spirit in your spirit, God's spirit says, you know, you know that, that's really not healthy for you because a dozen of those Krispy Kreme donuts could affect your, your, your sugar, you know, and that's not good for you. But then over here, you got your spirit, uh, you know, here's your spirit, but then your soul over here, your mind will and most man, I can, I can taste them right now. I can taste them right now. Man, that would be good. And your body's saying, you know, your body, you know, it's down here, it's going, boom, boom, boom. You need to eat something. Boom, 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 you know. You know. And so, so if, if, if you don't get one of those back over here with this spirit, if you don't get one of them back over here at this spirit, because two is greater than one, amen? And if, and, and if that body and that, that mind will in the most, that soul is, is going that way with, Toward Krispy Kreme and over here saying it's not the best. You don't need to be eating that. It's not the healthiest thing. But but if two's better than one, you're going to end up pulling in where? You're going to end up pulling in Krispy Kreme. Amen? And then when it's all over it, you're going to feel bad. But yeah, during that time, it sure was good. Amen? So so we deal with that. Now, you know, we, that, that's, you know, uh, so, so you got to get that. And, and how do we change the body? How do we change our soul, our mind, will, and emotions? It's right here. We got to get in this, this word. The Bible says in Romans, um, Romans 12, 2, I believe it is. He says, you, you've got to renew your mind. So when you get in this word, reading and studying this word, it renews your mind and that affects your mind and affects your will and your emotion. And then you can get, get that, that soul, that mind, will, emotion move over your spirit. and say, nah, bless God. You know, greater is he that's in me and he's in the world. I'm going to overcome that sugar. I don't need that. It's not healthy. You know, maybe later on somewhere I can eat just one, but right now I'm not. You know, so, so you got to work on that. And whatever it is, you know, uh, you know what? Today, all of y'all, y'all, all of y'all, all of you today, all of you today, you let two became greater than one. Now, I don't know it was the, I don't know if it was the spirit and the soul or the spirit and the body, but you got up this morning and said, I'm gonna go to church. You come on to church. Now those that are laying around at the house that could have come, I know others had to work or some other situations, but those that could have come just laying around didn't come, guess what happened? Two of the other that that overrode the spirit and so they still sitting at the house amen so we deal with this every day so we are a three-part being and we have to work on this every day that we can become better christians so so the, the first thing is number one is if you're taking a note number one is you got to believe you got to believe god amen you got to believe in god you got to believe in in god you got to believe god you got to believe god i mean that's a simple real simple thing 
And he tells us that in John 3, 16, because the only way you're going to say, get saved is what? Believe. Amen. You just simply got to believe that he has paid the price and you received it. And then you won't perish. No matter what the world economy does, no matter what the world says, you will not perish if you will trust in God's word. Because he said he'd never leave us, nor what? Forsake us. Amen. But see, you got to believe that, you know. You, you got to trust this overseeing in. CBS, ABC, BC, Bible, whatever. You got to trust over all of them. Amen. You got to trust it over all of them in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You got to trust it over all of them that God will help. Number two, go into Matthew, very, uh, excuse me, Mark 11. Very familiar story. This is Jesus talking. He's been talking here to the, to, to the guys and uh, uh, learning, letting them learn something. And, and, uh, 20, 29, 30, and 31. And Jesus answered him, The first of the commandment is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And here he goes and says, He's talking to his God. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with what? All the heart, all the soul, all the mind, with all thy strength. He says, This is the first commandment. Second commandment is like, is like namely, this Thou shalt love thy neighbor. As I love thyself, there is no other commandment, what? Greater than these two. So once you really believe God, you'll really start loving God and putting him first. Then the second one sometimes can be challenging. Amen. The second one can be challenging because he said you've got to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Would you look at somebody and say, I know for sure you love yourself. But you're going to have to love other folks just like you love them. Amen? You're going to have to. You're going to have to. So, you love people like you love yourself. Now, how many know that, that if you love other people like you love yourself, that'll change the whole thing of your life. Your whole world will change. And some people say, well, who, you know, who, who's, who, who's, who's my neighbor? Is that and live beside of me? Yeah. Is it, is it that one I run, run up? Too, yeah, it's ever who you come in contact with, your neighbor. Or you may not in come, come in contact. That's your neighbor because that's what the you know, Bible brings that out. But simply what it means by loving your neighbors yourself, you know what that really means? Others come first. Others come first. Others come first. But see, we're not careful. We let pride and selfish get up, you know. And, you know, we see something, we're going after something in the store, and you got to have it, and ain't but one there, and you spot that other and going. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm not talking about none of y'all. Y'all know people like that. Excuse me, excuse me, I'm sorry. Y'all know people like that. You know, I know it's not y'all. You know people like that. Amen. They just strive and go bust out going to get that thing. Amen. But the Bible says we need to prepare our what? Our brother. Amen. Others come first. But see, when we start doing this, we will no longer operate like the world system. We will operate like God's system, God's kingdom, His system. Well, number one, we got to believe God. Number two, so if you believe God, you'll do what it says and we'll do what? We'll put others first. Amen? We'll put others first. We'll put others first. Anybody got five dollars? You don't just pull it out and give it to somebody. Say, I got your attention now, ain't I? <laughs> well, 
What about a 20? What about a 100? No, everybody said, y'all all think, he's going the wrong way. He's going the wrong way. Dollar, you know, not bad. 50 cent, not bad. I'm just saying. Think about that. I know, bless God, you done gave it all to God a while ago. But most of us grow up. We'll talk about number three here before we go. Don't want your roast to burn today. Most of us grow up with, with, with the basics of, of, of understanding money. We, we teach kids early about money and about allowance and about chores. And I hope you do. Amen. All of that. You know, we, we uh, work a job, work a job, you collect a check, and then you know there's, there's, there's bills got to be paid, and you go and you deduct those bills from your, from your checkbook, or, or now, you know, a lot of people don't get a checkbook, they just go online with the cards and go online and look and, look and see, and so we look at all the stuff we, we, we spent, and, you know, and we walk in the store and we realize, man, I want this, I want that, but then we, we realize that... Uh, it requires what? Payment. Amen. It requires payment. And so after that, we check the checkbook and, and we see where we're at financially. We see how, we've, how we made it and what we got left and the expense. And we update our, our checkbook and see what's left. And that's the world system. And the kingdom system works differently. Sometimes, or the spiritual laws of economy, of the spiritual laws, aren't as easily as understood as the, as the laws of the, uh, the world system. In fact, the kingdom system, God's kingdom system, His finances, sometimes even no matter how smart you think you are, it just don't make logical sense. It just don't make logical sense. That it just it don't it don't add up. So let's look for just a moment at the natural economics of of, of the natural the way it, way it works in in the uh, in the world. Now we as a church we sow in to a lot of other ministers. You give to this church, percentage of that goes into missions. Twelve percent of that goes into missions, and it goes right back out the door. We sow into other ministries. Now, some of you may be thinking this morning, I'm going to explain this to you. You may be thinking this morning, but we sow in other ministries. You think, well, now, this church needs $1,000 for this, but we just took $1,000 and sowed into that ministry over there. We gave them $1,000. Now, in the world system, how many know that don't make a lick of sense? Don't make a lick of sense. Now, I'm not going to take your money, okay? I'm going to get one out. Y'all, some, some of you, you know, I'm going to get the one out you're all real familiar with. Brother George. This is a what? It equals a what? Dollar. This is a, this is a dollar. It equals a dollar. Well, but, but we spend it as a dollar. That's true. But we spend it as a dollar. Dollar equals a dollar. Now, some of y'all, this was a big saying a while back, and some of y'all are real familiar with this. And, but now, this, it is true about this. It is what it is. In the world economy system, this dollar equals a what? Nothing more, nothing less. That's a dollar. Dollar's a dollar. 
Now, with the, with the kingdom economics, works different from the world. See, as a body of Christ, we're meant to, according to the Word of God, handle finances, resources, from a spiritual perspective, not a natural one. Now, I want you to get this this morning. We're to handle finances from a spiritual aspect, not a natural one. Now, let's say, let's, let's just, let's make it simple. Okay, let's make it simple. Let's just say, to make it simple, not complicated, which you make more than this now, but just say you made $100 this week. You made $100 this week. You got $50 for a phone bill. You got what left? Well, let's take, oh, let's take about. Now, you, you are saved. You are saved. So, so you gave 10% tithes and offer. That leaves you what? That leaves you, that leaves you, that leaves you what? You gave the tithes and you gave the 50. Leaves you 40. You got a $30 water bill. That leaves you what? You got $10 to live on to the next paycheck. If you ain't got no groceries, probably you're going to do like some of the teenagers that love them. I don't care nothing about them. Them Roman noodles. They're going, you're going, because you can go get a lot of them for $10. You're going to get a lot of them. So you, you gave 10%. You got $10 left over to survive. Now, the logic, natural mind, based on the natural principles of the economy, say that could be tough for that week, right? You there with me? That's, that's, that's the natural things that we do. That's the natural. That, that's how your money operates. You check like we did a while ago. Now let's, take, let, let's just take a moment right quick. Let's look at the kingdom economics. Natural math tells us again, this dollar's a what? And it equals just that same amount, right? After all, it is what it is. It's a dollar. It's a dollar. It's a dollar. Now, as I said a while ago, Calvary Church, we, we take $1,000 and we sow in that $1,000 into another ministry. Now, kingdom economics doesn't adhere to the natural laws, the natural world. In the, in the world system, we had $1,000. We gave them $1,000. Done deal. That's it. That's in the natural. Now, in the kingdom economics, this is number three. The kingdom economics is we take this seed, we sow this seed, but it's not by natural math. You know, well, it's 1000 it's 1000 that, That's it. No. There's something different here. I want you to get this. Because after all, this dollar is what? It is? Now, if you take this money that you have, but you take this money that you have, and you give it to someone else, what does it become? Huh? It becomes a seed. It's a seed. We take the $1,000, we, we, we meet the need here. Done deal. We take that $1,000 and we plant that seed. Now, supernatural growth has an opportunity to work. 
Supernatural growth has an opportunity to work. I want you to get that. Supernatural opportunity from God's kingdom system has a way to work. And I'll, let me just throw this in there right quick. If you will invest your money in God's kingdom, it will pay you more than the world system. It'll pay you a lot more. Because see, the kingdom economics, $1 equals more than $1. The Bible talks about in the scripture there was some 30, some 60, and some 100 what? Now, I want you to understand something this morning. So, what is the reason that the body of Christ is supposed to give to one another? Why? So that all can abound in the supernatural blessings. All can abound in the supernatural. You know why all is not abounding in the supernatural blessing? Because not all is giving in God's kingdom. We're giving in the world system. We're giving in the world system instead of God's system, instead of God's economy. What do I mean? Philippians 4, 17, look at this. He says, I seek a, a gift, but I desire the fruit that may abound to your account. Paul's talking to Philippians, he says, not because I desire a gift. He's only, he said, but I desire the fruit that may abound to your account. The fruit. Paul pointed out to the Philippian church here. That he was grateful because he knew their seed result in abundance in their own accounts. Why? Because you go on down, you go on down to verse 19 and it says, well, and we're familiar with this. But my God shall supply what? All your needs according to his what? Riches and glory by what? He shall. But you got to get in his system. You got to get involved in his system. You got to work in his system. So that promise followed the financial giving. It, it followed the financial giving. All right, now let's go back right quick. The fold. No, I'll tell you what. Let's do this. Go to Genesis. We got to cut this short. Because at 12.02, they fall out in God. <laughs> just playing with it. Just playing with it. The Lord, look at, let's go back. I want to show you something here. The, the, the other scripture, he says that, that, that they're, their fruit, fruit will multiply. The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed was who? Gotcha. And out of the ground made he, the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. He planted them there. And then in verse 15, and the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And in verse 16, and the Lord God commanded the man saying, for every tree of the garden I must eat freely. And then we know on he said there's one that you don't need to, you don't need to eat. But you ever thought about this? You ever thought of this? Think of this. You know, we deal so much in the, in, in, in the, in the church, the gospel, the churches and so much sometimes the religious stuff that we deal about the wheat, the corn. We deal about the crops that's planted. But do you notice he told Adam? He didn't tell Adam about eating corn or the wheat or the, or the butter beans or the black-eyed peas or the purple hulls. 
I don't even want to say that word much as I used to have to pick them things. I mean, the purple holes. You notice he didn't say nothing about those crops. He talked about what? The trees. Now, what is the difference there? Uh, those crops you plant, you plant them, what, two, three months? You go in, you harvest, and then what? You start all over again. But the tree you plant, you take an apple seed, you plant that seed, that tree grows in two or three, four years or whatever. It grows and it keeps growing. And it keeps what? And it starts making it what? And it what? Keeps on making how long? Making and making and making and making. But see, we get so caught up, I think, you know, we, we missed about the, the orchards and the trees. We, we think about the wheat and the corn. And, but notice, I think there's a reason there that God was said, you know, he didn't tell about eating the corn and all that and not saying he did, but he stressed on about the trees. Now let me go back about the fold right quick and we'll wind this up. The hundredfold. The word fold. We've heard this taught in church. Now I'm, I'm finna play. I'm finna, I'm finna mess up your We'll call it theology. Theology. If it mess up your, 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 your religious theology. We hear the word fold. People, in the, people have been taught, well, fold is a hundred times. The word fold means a hundred. Well, if it meant that, why didn't all that, why didn't some translations say a hundred, six, some thirty times, some sixty times, and some hundred times? It's not what it means. The word fold means double. Double, double. The word fold means double. So God in the economy, see, this dollar in the world system, this dollar is what? It's a dollar. That's all it's going to be. It is what it God's economy, when you give this seed, when you what? Sow it. You put a name on it, then he will return it 60, so he says some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. Do you know? So what are you saying? See, if you take $1, you sow it. You believe in for a tenfold. This is how you sow that $1. What is twofold? Twofold is what? $2. What is threefold? You, uh-uh. Uh-uh. You're going to... Threefold, this dollar is one. Twofold, you what? Fold means what? Double. You double it to two dollars. So what is a threefold? Four dollars. Fourfold, eight dollars. When you plant a dollar in God's economy, you plant one dollar. And if you just ask for a tenfold from that, do you realize that's five hundred and twelve dollars? Five hundred. Wouldn't anybody give a dollar for five hundred twenty? I mean, five hundred twelve. Look at somebody and say, "You'd be a nut not to." How many agree? Good. Let's take an offer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but do you get what I'm saying? So think about really when we look at a hundredfold. A hundredfold. You can't. You can't get your, you. You. We can't get our mind around a hundredfold. Man, imagine giving a thousand dollars away and you believing for a hundredfold. Somebody bring that figure back next week and tell us what that is. Could you imagine? Could you? But see, that is the difference in the world system and God's economy system. So I'm asking you today: the three things that matter to your life that will change your life is number one, 
you got to believe in God. And number two, you got to love your neighbor. Anybody you come to contact with as yourself. And then number three is the thing that drives us all. The thing that drives us all is the, world, is the economy and, and, and the money. And so when you start giving yourself to God, putting others first, and giving your money to God, and trusting and believing in God, I'm telling you, he'll work in your life like you can't even believe. But you know what? You take it. Don't, don't throw nothing at me. Security, be ready. You take this little dollar, and you take it down to the bank, or you put it between the mattress. That's what you always going to have. And one day when you walk around, and I pray it says it'll be 120 years old, when you walk around and you keep the bucket, they're going to go in there. They're going to get that money. Throw your money away. And some of you done without popcorn and all kinds. You did without sneaker bar. Probably you didn't need some of it, but you did without a lot of stuff for somebody else to take your money. And I've seen it happen too many times. But I want to encourage you today. Because see, this, this, this right here, this right here, is, that, that's what the world, and we all have to operate with this. So when you start letting your dollar operate in the, in the God's economy instead of the world, it'll change your life. Believing in God will change your life. Putting others before you. See, the Bible says this is, this is not the root of all evil, the love of it. But see, when you realize it's not your money because you're serving God, and you're just going to love God and trust God. You're just going to trust God. You're going to love Him, and you're going to trust Him. So remember that. But that's a lot of misteaching in the Bible. People talk about, oh, man, 100 folds is, 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 is 100 times. No, it's more than that. Fold means double. And, and a lot of people have been missing out on blessings because they didn't, they didn't fully understand that. So get understand. These are three things you need to let... Take control in your life. Take control in your life. That, that God will flow in you. But believe in God. John 3, 16. Mark 11. Love others like you love yourself. And you know you do it. You're looking at me every day. You may not say it out. You're looking at me every morning. You do it. You know you do it. You're proud of yourself. Nothing wrong with that, as long as it don't get over into pride and, and selfishness and self-centeredness. And then three, don't operate by the world's economy. Operate by God's economy. Don't operate by the world's system. If you do these three simple steps, I'm telling you, your life will change. Your life will be productive, and you will be blessed more than you can ever imagine. More than you can ever imagine. Plant a seed. Plant a seed. That seed of that tree just kept producing for Adam and Eve. And when you plant, infinity, 100-fold, I believe, is infinity. You, just, you, you can't wrap around how God wants... You can't, look at somebody and say, you, you just can't... Can you grasp how God wants to bless you? Can you grasp that? Get it today. Amen. God wants to bless you. Because he'll make a way. Amen. He, he, sent, he sent the birds to free, feed a prophet one time. So, hey, no matter what happens, we're going to trust God. We're going we're gonna to get through till Jesus comes and gets us. Amen. 
You've got to believe that. Father, we thank you today for these precious people that's come today. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to, to serve you and share with them what you said to share with them. And Father, before we go, we may never close out to give anybody an opportunity that maybe didn't come up early for prayer or, or come for something special. But if you're here today, sir or ma'am, and you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, you're not sure if something happened, you wouldn't go to heaven today. We want to come, you come, and we just want to pray with you that you ask Jesus to be the Lord of your life today. And it's real simple. You don't join the church. You're doing something greater than that. You're joining the worldwide family of God. But if you'd like to come today, right now, for anything before we go, that heads about and eyes are closed, you would like to come and just kneel or stand and give it to the Lord if you didn't earlier. Come and give it to the Lord. Or you watching us today, please contact us. We want to help you. We want to pray. We, we're willing to visit if we can get to you. But we want to help you today because God's greater than whatever you're facing today. Amen. So, Lord, we thank you for these people that's come and ask you, Lord, to go with them. Give them a great afternoon. And, God, I speak your blessings of favor, love, and mercy and grace on them this week. You keep them safe, their material things safe. Be with them throughout this week as we go forth and you and God come back to your house Wednesday night that you move mildly, God, in all the classrooms and the teaching on Wednesday night. And, Father, we're just excited for next Sunday what you're going to do. But we thank you, Lord, and you just bless these people that's come today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen? Amen. Come on, give God one more hand clap of praise.